0: Friday night flight on a Monday night, it doesn't make sense. But neither does the Jets coming back in, like, the fourth quarter, you know. So none of it makes sense anymore. But we had to bring back the crew from Friday night uh, to talk about this game. We got our man Gunny from New York Jets situation report back on. How y'all because doing? you know what, man? Sala's all about keeping those receipts. So we got to keep them, too. sure is. You're right.
1: You're you know, 100% right.
0: We got to go ahead and keep them, too. We're going to be getting into what happened in that game, like – What the hell happened? Uh, How is it even possible? What does it mean for this for this Jets team? And then what does it mean for the elf? Do they do they just get rid of the elf mascot? I don't know. It's pretty it's pretty bad luck, man. It's been on the field for one Uh, game. I I
1: would, I mean, (laughs) fourteen points in ninety seconds. I would definitely toss that elf like fast,
0: like fast. That thing, yeah, for (laughs) for sure. I, you know what I would do. Uh, suspend the Elf for, like, you know, nine uh, games and it can come back with Some, uh, with uh, Watson.
1: You know? With Watson. Yeah, let's see if Watson can go ahead and overcome the bad luck of that Elf, man. Like, because that that was... I mean, in all actuality, man, I think if we're all being honest with ourselves, that, that kind of comeback doesn't happen, like, ever. I mean, since, what, 2001? Oh. I think it was, like, 2,256-something snaps since 2001, since a team, and oddly enough, it was against the Browns uh, back in 2001, but have come back from a... A two-score deficit, two-touchdown deficit, in less than two minutes of game time remaining, since 2001, bro. That that's insane to think that the New York Jets, uh, of all teams, wind up being the team that freaking um
0: crushed that, Crushed that freaking what two decades plus. <laughs> look at that two two decades, and then look at these look at these next next gen number. 0.3%, point, point not 3% even a chance. 3%, 0.3% No, 0.3%, bruh, chance 3%. of winning that game. and The Browns, man, the Browns. But, we were I mean, talking you... about Friday, man. The the hey. Browns, you know, just were – they're like, hey, Jets, watch out. We're going to show you a new way to, to absolutely blow a game. Bruh, they the definitely
1: – uh, they definitely got the spotlight on that one because I have never seen – like – Even though it happened, I had to watch the game again, bro. Like like last night, I literally watched the game when I was going to bed. I put it on, got on that NFL Plus. I put it on, rewatched the whole game. And I'm still shocked, like, how the heck does this happen? Then this morning, I was like, you know what? Let me just go ahead and just do the quick replay on NFL Plus. Watched it again. And the thing is, man, it's not as if it was really lucky. A a lot of people were like, man, it just got lucky. But if you watch, they were kind of setting that that Corey Davis wide open freaking touchdown pass. It was set up since the second quarter. Like, the the, yep. the play that was ran was ran, I counted, three times in the second quarter, two times in the third quarter. And they went to where the ball, they thought the ball was going to go because they saw the play design. They assumed it was the same thing. And they went to it. And Corey Davis is pretty much uh, uh, straightened out his route vice uh, cutting in. And they just completely lost him in freaking translation, bro. Like, that was a, a hell of a play. and. Man.
0: The same play shows that the that the Jets coach has actually watched film because I had questions after that first half whether they actually watched right. film. Or oh not.
1: yeah, you but and I both.
0: <laughs> they clearly watched film because last week, uh Robbie Anderson, former Jet, did the same exact route to the same cornerback, and he got like a seventy yard touchdown. That's right. Same thing. gave him a little. I didn't side even. Move. I didn't even put that out. together.
1: That's right.
0: They just clearly watching stuff man so we got plenty more browns bashing coming up here friday night oh yeah oh most definitely intro music baby
1: That intro was so dope, bro. I can't yeah. help but start dancing, bro. It's so
0: dope. Oh yeah. And I'm putting on that other music in the back, background now. We're gonna celebrate tonight. Hey, it's victory Monday. Who would have thought, man? Who would have thought I might just leave that playing the whole entire show? <laughs> cool in the gang, presently, fans of New York Jazz. Who would have thought man, what is going on? We were teaming it early here talking about just the, the chances of that happening. Yeah. And I gotta be honest, I that was for me. I went from on Twitter calling for Salah's job after, like, the first drive of the game, just way overreacting, um, questioning just whether we even watch film, dang why flat there, and then the end the game with me.
1: Celebrating it was out of control.
0: A of emotion, man. <laughs> yeah, It was – This was me.
1: This was literally a roller coaster, 100%, 100%.
0: Yeah, it, it was unbelievable and I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna lie, I missed the onside kick. I saw it again when I rewatched the game last night, but I'll tell you why mm-hmm. I missed it. And let me see if you got some other Jets super superstitions. I I got up to go to the bathroom and I could hear yeah. the game. And when I go into the bathroom, all of a sudden I get the game was over, right? Chubb had just scored. Right. I hear uh, yeah, I scored the touchdown. oh, Flacco, touchdown, Corey Davis, and I'm like, All right, covering the spread, sick. Then I'm, like, on my way out, and I hear that, you know, Parks knocked the outside kick, and we get the outside kick, and I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Do I re-enter the room? <laughs> <laughs> Since I left the things have started to surround. I took a chance, and I came back in the room to see what happened, uh, realizing that I have no effect on the game. I, I'm sure you've had those moments where you're like, do I? Oh,
1: definitely, bro.
0: It's my back, but do I move
1: from this position because do I bro? Definitely. back. What do you mean, it's, bro? I took off so after the win, you think you're super, after the win, I had my daughter take off her jersey and go hang it up. I was like, "All right, we're the only Jets fans in this house. It's our job to preserve whatever we did today to make sure next week we're doing our part for this team." Take off your jersey, go hang it up. Don't wash it. Go hang it up. I took my jersey off. I went to go wash, I took the hat off that I was wearing. I took the pants off that I was wearing. They're all hung up in my 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 closet right now waiting for freaking sunday i'm gonna put them back on bro we ran 3.19 miles before the game and usually like every season opening i take my kids for a run we go run for about three miles and for some reason yesterday we ran a little further we ran 3.19 miles i had to tell my kids yesterday like hey guess what next weekend we're going for another run 3.19 miles They're like what you mean dad that's a season opener thing i'm like bullshit not anymore <laughs> We are going for a 3.19 mile run Sunday morning. We're going to have chili again for lunch, and we're wearing everything that we wore today except for next Sunday. And it it works because, like, the wife's a Packers fan, and they won last night too. So she's also superstitious. She did the same thing. Hey, kids, boom, go put your jerseys up. (laughs) She did the same. So we're going to be the same exact routine come freaking next week. And I'm watching the the game in my office, vice in the living room, because that's why I watched it yesterday. The Game one, I watched, obviously I was there, right? Maybe I maybe I maybe it was me. Maybe I affected, you know what I'm saying? What the I don't know. It's weird you say that, bro. But yep. like I'm literally doing everything I can on Sunday to repeat everything I
0: did yesterday.
1: That's what I'm saying. Just man. so the Jets, so I do my part. I'm gonna do my part.
0: I was gonna say we have to do our part as well. Because I'm very similar nice. where if I'm wearing a certain jersey and the Jets win, I gotta wear that jersey again next week. And then if they lose, yep. I'm like burn it. <laughs> yep, burn it, you know wash know I mean? it. You know but, what I'm saying?
1: Like pour bleach yep. on it. It's it's a bad yep. jersey. Yeah, no. Nah. Yeah, yeah I'm totally with
0: you, man. It's uh, I'm just so used <laughs> to that that game on Sunday was just the microcosm of what it means to be a New York Jets fan, which es- is. essentially is. This. I'm in a glass case of emotion. It's, that's essentially it, man. We're just trapped every single Sunday, and then yeah. I was I was so angry in the first half, just Bro. like even though we were tied, I was like. Just pissed for no reason. The
1: defense couldn't stop a nosebleed, it seemed like. I started talking shit like, well, maybe last week was a fluke. Maybe we really can't stop the run. Have we figured out how to stop a screen pass? Don't look like it. You know, completely forgetting the fact that this is a team that's probably going to be top three in the league in rushing, right? Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt are no jokes. That offensive line is a very good offensive line um but nonetheless i mean we're Jets fans bro i was just like here we go again Well, we were able to stop lamar jackson in the third and fourth string running backs why can't we do the same thing with these guys comprehension goes out the window and it's just about like emotion but hey somehow somewhere in the second half well really in the fourth quarter they had some pretty big stops you know what i'm saying and when sauce gardner went out and they put echoes out there man i was like oh god here we go they're about to score on us right there echoes made a big play and and prevented a touchdown right so like that things started to turn in the second half, and I, I think they did make uh, specific adjustments um, to keep them, you know what I'm saying, relevant to to get the win in the end. So that's, that's a refreshing change in, in how they yeah. operate coming out, of the, coming out of the locker room in the second half.
0: This was a game that in years past, the Jets just roll over when they go oh, down 13 points.
1: Oh, yeah, play yeah. dead. Yeah, I'd be, I mean, honestly, they would have played dead in the third quarter. This was in yeah. the, like in the past. The moment they, they were down by one score, the Jets of, of old would have been like, all right, well, we tried. We showed yeah. up. Uh, let's get ready for next week. Absolutely. These guys man. went to the end, man, to make, to make this a, a W.
0: With a with a 40-year-old quarterback and rookie yeah, wide bro. receiver, man, and rookie running back. And it was just so many guys made big, big, big Play. plays. and
1: Big plays.
0: And we're going to talk about Garrett in, in just a moment because he obviously balled out. Talk about yep. Flacco. But I tweeted this yesterday when I was re when I was re-watching it because I, I got so caught up early in the first half of just being angry that we couldn't stop the screen. But then we don't win that game without guys like DJ Reed. How good was DJ Reed?
1: Bro, he DJ Reed. I, I think the Buffalo Jets fan, actually, I'm not sure if you follow him, man, but I follow him oh, a yeah. lot. And he, yeah. he did a video, bro, about DJ Reed. And he said something that I think 1000 percent is accurate. If DJ Reed was two to three inches taller, no way the New York Jets can afford to bring him on this freaking offseason. He would have had too much interest. He would have been a six-foot-one cornerback that performed the way he did last year. Every NFL team is looking for a guy like DJ Reed. The reason we had the benefit is, I mean, Robert Sala or Joe Douglas, they looked at the tape and saw what he was capable of, brought him in, made him a cornerback one. Other teams would have probably wanted him in the slot, cornerback two, cornerback three, and I think that was the biggest difference. We looked past the height. The dude, I think, is on route to a Pro Bowl season. In two yeah. games, I'm I'm shocked right now that he doesn't have a higher freaking uh, rating and PFF or whatever, right? Because he's shut. He has shut down anybody you put in front of him in the last two games.
0: Yeah. That's saying a lot. And he's just a tackling machine. He made some plays yes. in, that, in that game where he was the only one that seemed to recognize that all the Browns were doing was throwing it five yep. five five, five yards starts. out. Yep. <laughs>
1: Jacoby Brissett tried to make the 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 big the big throw, and of course Ashton Davis decides like, yeah, I'll just snag this. So
0: yeah. man, i what a game, That's bro. another receipt that I gotta definitely own up to, man. I was in the Ashton Davis's. I had a whole segment on this show bashing Ashton Davis. Uh, oh, same here. Yeah, uh, same here. <laughs> he and I'm not. I'm not. Steal
1: it. I'm not prepared to take that back because Ashton Davis is still somebody. He had one snap. One snap. He yeah. made a great play on it. So, of course, I think the coaching staff agrees that this guy is not like a full-time starter, somebody you put in there in a reserve role, whatever. He does possess some pretty good ball-hawking skills. I will say that. And in yeah. that situation, understanding the time restraints, they knew they have to throw the ball. Let's get our ball-hawk out there, see if he can go ahead and make something happen. I understood the logic behind that. I, I'm still not – I mean, I'm going to give Ashton Davis his dues because he iced that game. So, we, hey, much love. We appreciate you, Ashton. Good job. Yeah. But I still think he's a liability. Until we can see him perfect the fact that – He's always been a liability at angles. He misses tackles. Um, His player condition has been suspect in the last freaking couple years in a Jets uniform. The dude is an athletic freak, right? Like athletic freak, fast. He's strong. He's but he can't. If you can't put that together mentally, man, that's just that doesn't work in football. This isn't track. You you got to put that together in football.
0: Yeah, and speaking of guys who you know have had some tough tough goes. I was watching the offensive line yesterday. I was very curious of how it was going yeah. to come back after kind of a bad performance against a Baltimore. bad performance
1: and, against Baltimore.
0: And Connor McGovern was still pretty rough. He was getting pushed back five, six feet yeah, every time. Uh, but he Lincoln was... was better. You know, Max had a rough A-B. afternoon, but then he saved the game by jumping on that yep. fumble.
1: You know what? Even even with Max Mitchell, right? So if you, I went back and I watched it again, a lot of people were, were kind of knocking him as being the weak link because George Fan held his own. There was a couple of BS freaking holding the BS holding call oh. on George Fan. My oh, my God, the ghost the, the 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 ghost call that they called, and I, I knew then when they didn't call, they didn't give us the first down off of that Tyler Conklin uh, reception. I knew that day I was like, okay, these yeah. guys. Okay, the refs are in on it. So they, the, the Browns bought the twelfth man today. We, we see how it's going to be. God, then brutal. that ghost holding call. I was like, you mother, like, because that was a <laughs> yeah. potentially a game changer, bro. Because yep. Michael Carter ran to the uh, the three or the four yard line, yeah, and at the first down, bro. I was livid, livid when I saw that. Um, it was a
0: four point swing that those, yes, bro. Those those with referees, the rest. man. Those referees, man, they, they clearly had money on money on Cleveland in this oh, game, yeah. or there's a the jurors in like the you know the whole of Deshaun Watson case. I don't know, but they they, <laughs> they they clearly had ties to the Cleveland Browns.
1: No, hundred percent not cool hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, but I think it says a lot about this roster, man. They were able to grit this one out. That was a gritty win. That was a gritty, gritty win, like a gutted out to the end. Everybody's oh. against us. We're going to still make this happen. Kind of win. The kind of shit that, like, uh, yeah. Yeah, bro. I'm talking about Elevator Franchise. And the young guys, man, bro, it was a coming out party for the young guys. Brees Hall got a touchdown. Garrett Wilson got two touchdowns. He he had that drop, man, I think in the fourth quarter. And I was like, man, bro, you must crazy. He had been balling out until that particular point, right? But as Jets fans, we're yeah. emotional. We're still in the game at that point. I'm like, you cannot make that mistake. He's a rookie. And I think he was probably harder on himself than anybody could have ever been. I don't know if you saw, but I saw a reaction of Garrett Wilson on the sideline after they recovered the onside kick, bro. Fell in love with the kid. I literally bought a jersey after I saw his reaction. <laughs> his reaction on the sideline after they, they recovered that kick was insane, bro. So much passion, so much comp- competitiveness. And I, and I think in my head, I think a lot of us knew when we got the onside kick. I don't know about you, bro, but I was just like, we're not mm-hmm. losing this game. We're going to yeah. actually win this game. Well, you, you yeah. didn't get to see it, but like. I got to see the onside kick, man. And I'm telling you, I was in in this chair watching the game on this TV, bro. My brother-in-law was sitting over there because the Steelers had just lost. So he was watching the game with me. And I was like, we're going to win this game. We don't – onside kick with the new rules, we were able to get this. Oh, man, the football guys got something for us today. And I knew then we are going to win the game. And Garrett Wilson's reaction, of course, in hindsight, I saw it in the the back end. And then he, of course, gets the winning touchdown uh, reception. I'm like, that kid knew. That kid knew if that ball came his way, there's no freaking way he wasn't making a play. And I love what he said
0: afterwards, too. I I actually got it clipped up here. Let's take a look at what Garrett Garrett, uh, Wilson said after the game.
1: Um, I kind of knew... I kind of knew I was gonna be getting the ball, and it was kind of just you know, putting it all on yourself and make that play. Um, so you know, we we do it all through the week at practice, and I'm you know I didn't put any on the ground, so now it's just making the play. You know, doing what you do, and um, you know we got the exact look we expected, and, mm-hmm. and Joe put a good ball out there, so just make the play.
0: A minute 22 left in this game. You guys are down by 13 points. Corey Davis makes that touchdown. What are you guys thinking? Did you guys ever not believe you could do this? No, we believe. We, we're the only ones that believe we could do that. Um, you know, they they kind of kept us in the game, scoring a touchdown late and. And
1: uh, I remember Coach Miles coming up to me like, I mean, we got a shot now. Like, let's roll. So, um, Corey with the quick touchdown, which was huge, and then getting back out on the field and, and um, going out there composed, you know, knowing that we well, knowing what we got to do, but being, being composed and, and making the plays and making the plays that we, we should make. And um, that's how we won.
0: I love it, man. I just man, love it. I love this kid. I love this kid, man. I just love it, man. He's just all business. He's all business. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, I knew we were going to get. I knew I was going to be open. I just got to make the play. And I knew we were going to win the game. Like I just love that moxie from Garrett Wilson. That
1: swag, he was just pure swag and confidence, bro. Like that. You know what's funny, man? Like, oh, I got a what's this? What you got here? What's oh this? man,
0: he's this is just all of the Garrett Garrett Wilson highlights. Garrett Wilson's, yeah, bro. He's oh, a I round technician. He is.
1: He gets oh, bro watching the Baltimore game, and then I think a lot of us got mad because he he showed he can get open at will against Pro Bowl caliber secondary. He yep. literally made those guys look silly. And the fact that he was so underutilized, criminal as it was, I think when when Salah and, of course, Lafleur got back and they watched the tape and they were like, yo, we messed up on this one. There's no way we can keep this kid off the field. And today, I mean, what? I think it was like, like 80% of the snaps he was out there. And yeah. it also showed for when he was out there, Joe Flacco's QBR rating was a 112. When he was off the field, it was like an 82, no, a 69. I think it was like 69 or 67 how yeah. much of an impact him being on the field makes the secondary have to think twice and opens up the field for the other players around him. Like, I won't lie to you, man. I didn't expect Garrett Wilson to be this good this fast. I Same. did not. I, I, I still believe that Elijah Moore is wide receiver one. But in all actuality, I think Garrett Wilson brings a different element to the game that might make it to where, like, hey, throw it to Garrett. he <laughs> will find a yeah. way. Throw it to Garrett. Because the dude made plays yesterday that vet- like you would trust a veteran wide receiver to make. And that speaks volumes to his skill level.
0: Absolutely, man. Him and more, And you got Barrios running underneath. And we got weapons. Uh, I can't wait for Zach to come back. But props to Joe Flacco. For uh, real. And just Flacco never gave up. He balled. Uh, he made the necessary throws. He got rid of the ball way quicker. Way faster. Game. Yep. Yep. He was moving. And you watch Wilson. Um, the last thing I'll say about Garrett Wilson is he reminds me a lot of Stephon Diggs the way that he runs routes and he's just he's open and when he's open he's open by like five yards By five, five it, yards it, it's because it's he put the guy in like the dust and he, he got open
1: he it's, has it's, violent stop and go ability bro he goes from zero to 100 like that and 100 to zero like that he's so violent with his first step and his last step that you're thinking like man like you watch it your your knee hurts watching him do it because <laughs> he does it so suddenly bro but like that's yeah. how you see defenders flying by him as he's cutting to go in or, or out. Like, he he reminds me – I like your comparison of Stefan Diggs, but I, I, I'd go a little bit further, man. I, I say – I don't think I've seen anybody ball like that at, at his, like, you know, like body frame and whatnot and his ability to contort his body and make ridiculous ca- – like Odell Beckham, bro. I, oh, yeah.
0: I, I
1: look at Garrett, man, now, and I'm like, man, I haven't seen this level of stop and go, the ability to contort his body and run routes is crisp and has the ability to explode and leave you in the dust. I think Odell Beckham is the last time I was able to put all those components together that's and say that, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, so Odell yeah. Beckham is who I, the, the vibe I get when I see Garrett Wilson. Um, but man, I, I don't know. Maybe, you know what, by the, by the end of the year, it's not Odell. It's not freaking Diggs. It's, 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 it's GW. It's Garrett Wilson. Like, yo, yeah. Garrett Wilson does what Garrett Wilson does. and And that's the comp we're hoping to be making at the end of the year.
0: Yeah, it's so great to see all these young guys come out and they ball just in a probable win. I mean, it, it's just kind of maybe sad. I was talking to some people today, you know, they're all at like work, man, dude, that was right. an awesome win. I was like, yeah, but then at, at the same breath, I was like, wow, man, how sad is our, our last 10 years been? That was the happiest moment of my Jets fandom in the last 10 years. Bro, and I was like, man, a week two win against Cleveland. God, <laughs> that was so, like okay, brutal, man. But I'll take. I don't know
1: if I don't know if you've seen Dude. my my Twitter. So I posted. My, so I was actually in the house, and then I I blew up, bro. Like my kids, like I said before, my wife has won the majority of our kids in terms of fandom, right? So it's me and my oldest daughter. The last yeah. one that just were relevant. My daughter is twelve years old, bro. 12 years old. The last time the, the Jets were relevant and they had a better season than the Packers, she was born, which is how yeah. I got to win her and, and my <laughs> wife a nice bet as she's a Jets fan. My other three kids have been born after her. They're all Packers fans because the wife won them fair and square in the bet. The Packers yeah. have done way better than the Jets. So we're sitting there watching the game, man, and I see Garrett Wilson catch that TD to tie it up bro and I lose my mind like I'm talking about I (laughs) run out of my studio office into the main part of the house like I'm not even thinking then I realized I didn't have my phone on me to kind of like capture my reaction so I come back running into the office grab my phone still yelling and excited to go ahead and post something on Twitter right and my daughter my youngest daughter she was just like mom (laughs) I want to see dad's reaction on the camera we have a Google Nest camera in the house so my wife pulls up the camera and, like, I guess she kind of, like, crops it to where it's just, you know, the video feed. Shit. And then she, she sends it out to my family that wasn't here, right? So my boys and my, uh, my brother and my sister who are not here, she sent it out to them. And I saw it I was in a group message. So I saw it, and I was just like, why are you sending a video feed of the – And then the moment I say that, I come running out of my office in the studio, screaming, <laughs> losing my mind. And I get to see, like, my kids' reaction to my reaction. And I was just like, this is awesome. You know what? This is about as, like, authentic as it gets. And Absolutely. I posted it on my Twitter account, bro. I've, I've since gained 120 followers on yeah. Twitter, bro. Like, it's gone viral. And you're right, though, bro. Like, people are like, bro, it's, it's, a, it's a week two win against the Cleveland Browns. I'm like, nah, you don't get it. Yeah. You don't get it. It's not that it's just a win. One, it's a win in September. We haven't done that in a while. It's been yep. a minute. So that's important yep. to us. Absolutely. And two, the Jets usually have this kind of a victory happen against them. Like, yes. we're the ones that mess up and open up the door for the opponent to do what we did to the Browns. Yeah, I haven't seen us do something like this in decade plus, bro. Like, it, yes, I celebrated because we've been talking about changing narrative. And I think that's the kind of statement when you need to start changing yeah. the narrative. 100%. So, heck, yeah. Um, yeah. I think we're well within our rights to act the fool the way we did.
0: Absolutely. 100% you win how that you won how that game goes down absolutely and then you're right a, it, this is the kind of game that when i hear so much about the culture is changing and i'm yep. and I keep saying i want to see it yep i saw it sunday like yep. that's facts. the culture changing facts like big time this uh, is so,
1: force feeding the change in narrative to all those who you know what i'm saying just force feeding it to people that's yep. how you do it
0: that's what you got to do and i the last thing we got to do here is we got to name the game because everybody, okay. everybody's always talking about how, well, you know, you have one of these kind of games and we need to have something. Cleveland's got a bunch okay. of named games. They got the fun. Right. Cleveland's got the drive. So we got to figure out what are we going to name this game? Uh, and what, I mean, what are we going to do here? So I'm going to pull up. I'm going to pull Let's up uh, a little bit of a Twitter Twitter feed here. So, OK, NJ you know, N.Y.J. Matt. Funny, funny guy. I like He's him. I follow to him, too. Way. he's awesome he brought it up he's like i feel like we can do better than miracle on the lake and i offered the comeback in cleveland i offered comeback in cleveland okay (laughs) uh, (laughs) (laughs) okay Uh, that one is that one's fantastic the two minute thrill has been mentioned brownie bowl a little too basic uh, miracle yeah, yeah. in the massage parlor <laughs> if watson was actually playing i would be down with that one maybe i would be down with that one somebody clearly was actually watching us friday because they do have the elf on the shelf Elf on
1: the shelf i see that i oh, see somebody, that
0: somebody clearly was watching us on friday uh, and to that note too, I had this even queued up for us to be talking about. You gotta, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta have the angry elf there. What a dumb mascot! Uh, oh, man. the Cleveland Steamer. That's not a bad one it's either. Not bad. That's not, not, not bad. 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 That's, you know, miracle at the dog pound. Mir- a, a lot of these miracles. Miracle in the land. Yeah. Happy ending game. This show guy decides show. to submit. He said, "Yeah, here
1: we go. Go elf yourself, <laughs> elf you Browns." Garrett Wilson day, Cleveland yep.
0: chaos. Chubb, Chubb's flub is pretty funny. I like that he one never too. scored, man. If he never bro, scored. Bro, yeah, he sits down on the one-yard line. The game's over. Curse like, the, the game's dragon. over. The Brown Town. I mean, so there's some pretty good one here. Dumpster oh, City, City so Miracle. Yikes. That's, uh, it's
1: the, the New North York South. Minute.
0: That's not Ah, uh, bro. I, I kind of like the New York Minute, right? Because, I mean, what, we good. scored
1: two touchdowns in – that was 90 seconds. So it's a little bit longer than a I see, receipts game. Just, uh, game new era the brown oh, is there
0: is there a personal favorite for you here? i think i
1: think favorite? it was the second one you said bro um the
0: happy ending uh, in cleveland
1: the yeah. happy ending in <laughs> cleveland bro i think <laughs> i think it's it's perfect for yep. the, the the organization you know what i'm saying the browns and yep. uh we went out there and we definitely came
0: out happy so i, I would go yeah. with the
1: happy ending in cleveland i think I like that, that one, one is very suiting yeah.
0: for this kind of a game it's going to be fun to think back on this game 5 years from now and be like, "Y'all remember that happy ending in Cleveland?"
1: Yep. Exactly,
0: bro. <laughs> how how it changed the whole organization
1: around, right? Whole like that this could man. be this could be the game that that kick-starts that trajectory. Yeah.
0: I, I'm just so I'm so pumped. I don't I usually don't do the emergency like we like one, let's do this, but I had to because Bro, we, no, you, you and I'm I doing talked tomorrow. Ourselves into it Friday, man. Yep. You and I talked ourselves into it Friday and we yeah. and we nailed it.
1: And, and what's yeah. crazy is, so I did my video, right, and then I actually went back in the video again and I edited my prediction because I was like, no, nah, I didn't like how I had us just lose and just to lose. And after we had the conversation, I was like, man, there's ways we can win this game. We got to do a yeah. couple of things right. And I went back and I said, listen, right now, I think it's one possession, you know, loss to the Browns unless we have a special teams play or a defensive play that puts it in our favor. These two things happen, and I think it's easily we win this game. And I said yeah. that. And uh, I had some people come for me because they just saw my original prediction. So I had to go on Twitter and be like, hold on, time on. I said if we did this and this, it's a win. It's a just win. Yep. So like I was praying that they did this and this. And then uh I did a poll right now. People were like, nah, now nah, you're right. You called it, you said this and this. You're not, you're not freaking negative. I'm like, I was negative. I, yeah. I said this is what it looks like if we don't do those things. Cause and honestly, where's the lie? We were losing. We we were yep. losing the game, if not for those a special team uh play and a defensive play to end the game. So Absolutely! Man, what a game, bro! What a what a
0: game, man! man. I'm gonna remember for a, a long time. As I said, one of the happiest moments in the last ten years as a New York Jets yes. fan. Yes. And it'd make it even happier if we can sweep the like Ohio, you know, double bro. up here and just sweep yep. them, and we and, go for the Bengals throat, bro. And I and
1: I really feel that there is a chance, right? I, I don't want us to sleep on the fact that the Bengals have started off slow. Um, I don't think the I don't think the Jets are going to do that. Uh, but I do believe they're, they 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 do bleed. Like, they can be beat. We beat them last yeah. year. I thought they were going to come into this game pissed off already from the beginning of the season. I had us, I had us losing this game against them. Um, I had us winning Baltimore. I had us um, – I had us losing freaking against Cleveland, losing against Bengals, and I have us winning the Steelers game because I, their quarterback situation is just in such flux. Yeah. But there's a very real chance right now bro, that we can go into – they're going to come into our house and we beat them. They're starting off slow. Their their offensive line is paper thin. It, like I think what right now uh, – the I'm not mistaken, Joe Burrow is the highest sacked quarterback in the NFL yeah, by a again. large margin. Again, again,
0: bro. They spent money on this. They
1: oh, They did. And either either it's that those guys aren't gelling yet, or maybe those guys just don't fit the scheme. I don't know, but to be the Joe Barrow's is not a big guy, man. He can't keep taking these kind of hits. Yeah, and I think that level of desperation coming into our house with our defensive line being as good as they are, and a lot of people don't 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 realize this, but freaking Carl Lawson had the number two highest like pressure rate in the NFL this past weekend. Yeah. So like people don't think about that because unless you see the sacks, you know what I'm saying? Like you don't really think about it, but the second highest pressure rate in the NFL this past weekend.
0: That's, that's
1: good. That is yeah. really, really good. Now we get to go up
0: against his former team. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And a
1: little bit more juice, a little bit more juice behind that as well. And I think that puts us yeah. in a different category, man. I'm this game went from freaking possibly us losing. it to like, if we lose it, I'll be more surprised than anything else. I, I yeah. think everything is kind of like geared in our favor to go ahead and have them come into our house and give them their, their third L of the season. Uh, we go to two and one, they go to 0 oh and three. I'm
0: gonna make a bold uh, prediction here that the okay. that the Bengals are gonna play soft on D so Flacco lights them up because the last thing they want to do is force him out of the game because then Mike F and White comes in and the Bengals the, and the Bengals man, the Bengals like pee down the side of the leg if they, they hear don't the want Mike. <laughs>
1: yeah. They don't want the Hall of they Fame quarterback that. coming into so the game. Like, I bet they're all going to hunt off. again. Say,
0: let's just play a soft cover like two shell. Let Flacco light us up, man. We got to keep White on the sidelines.
1: Let's go score for score. Let's just go for score yeah. for score. Yeah,
0: this is the last Mike, thing we want to do, man. Field. Force him out of the game. I bet if he, I bet if they knock Flacco down, they're going to help him up quick. Be like, get up, get up. Yeah, you fine, good.
1: Hey, let's get him yep, some juice. Let's, let's get him some
0: You're right good, Mike. You're good, man. Stay over there. We're good. That's the last thing they want, man. And they're coming back into our building. I'm loving it. I'm loving it.
1: Yeah, bro. I'm pumped for this week. I can't wait. Huge. I cannot wait.
0: Huge win oh, yeah. against the Browns, man! Jets go up
1: two and one on Ooh. the season, and I, then our boy Zach Wilson comes back next week.
0: I don't know what to do with myself. If they go if they bro, go to one.
1: If Zach comes back, bro, Oh, man. I. So I'm. I'm asking you a quick question. I'm, I'm just yeah. going to ask you this. So I saw this early. I was watching the press press conference, and they were asking him about Zach Wilson, like how he's progressing along, and and Zach uh, he was just like, oh well, you know, I don't know. You know, what I'm saying we're going to take it day by day. Uh, I right now, the earliest we could potentially even see him is the Steelers game. And yeah. somebody was like, what you mean the earliest potential before you said he's going to come back no later than now you're saying the earliest. And he's like, listen, I, I I don't want to go ahead and speak for the doctors, but he's progressing along just fine. Uh, He's doing a little bit more today. We're not going to rush things. You know what I'm saying? The earliest maybe we'll see him is the Steelers game. And I was yeah. like, man, I wonder if the fact that Joe Flacco right now is is the third quarterback in pa- like passing leader in the NFL has anything to do with the sudden hesitation to state like, Hey, your quarterback's going to be good to go. Cause I'm like, Hmm, that's, that's telling. Cause a couple weeks ago he was about to start you know, the season. Then you're telling us he can come back, you know, week three, week four. Yep. Now you're telling us the earliest, maybe we'll see him is week four. Hmm. I think somebody's getting a little excited about the fact that we have the number three, the number eight passing offense right now, uh, or number, number eight offense right now in the NFL, and the yeah. number three quarterback in passing.
0: I, I don't know, man. What do you think? You think the Jets?
1: I, yeah. Salah
0: kind of backtracked there, which I think he forgot that we can keep receipts on you know exactly, him, too. Exactly, bro. Exactly. <laughs> forgot about that. I caught um, that, and I was like, hmm, man, that's different. It's, it's funny you mention it, like previewing the Jets season on my show like weeks ago. When I had talked myself into Flacco is going to lead us mm-hmm. to like a Super Bowl, um, I I had even thought like if this dude I had a whole monologue and everything about like if this dude's winning games, what is the rush? Like the worst thing we can do with Zach is rush him back right. and have him get hurt again or yep. come in against a Pittsburgh team who sacks him twenty times. Like yep. so yeah, for me if if they if they beat Cincy and all of a sudden they're two and one. Yeah, can we stretch it to three and one? Let's see. Why not? And then Flacco gets murdered against Pittsburgh. You have a clear cut. Like, all right, Zach's got to start okay, against Miami. Boom.
1: Exactly. You know, exactly. If
0: He beats Pittsburgh. You you have a chance to go. Well, let's see what he can do against Miami. Let's see what he can do, in Miami.
1: Why not? You, know, you right? wait for exactly. him. Yeah, you wait for him.
0: I think you wait for him to really get because there will come the, the Flacco pumpkin game. Oh,
1: it's going to happen. Turns back and yeah, into you know, what we saw week happen. one. It's just a matter so, of time.
0: I, I'm always in the camp of what's the rush? I mean, Zach knows that it's his team. He knows it's the yeah. kind of Flacco's. Like, yeah. So the more wins we can spot Zach before he inevitably comes back and probably struggles for his first couple games because he's he hasn't played a lot. Yeah, yeah. Makes man, sense. Why not? Why not? I would love to, my great my target is if we can bring him back against the New England Patriots. I think that team poses. Not because it won't be a shootout. He won't have to put no. up many many points no. to possibly win that game. Like Miami yeah, scares
1: me now. Miami, Miami's right now playing ball, man. They're they're playing ball. But we but we knew Miami. Bro, that was insane. So did I, man. It. I saw that, and then I had to go on Twitter and kind of acknowledge, like, all right, okay, listen. <laughs> he balled out. Like that yeah. comeback against the Ravens, man. You gotta respect you got res- me. I'm the kind of guy like respect is earned. I'm gonna give it. I don't care. I, I won't ever do it for the Patriots. I'd rather just not talk about them at all. Yeah. But I, I'm one to believe like the Miami Dolphins have probably right now the second most proven roster in our division. Uh, I think yep. I think we have like an ascending roster and we're seeing more and more of those pieces come together. But in terms of proven talent, like the Miami Dolphins have the second best roster in our division. Yeah. Tua to me is still the weakest link on that roster. He I is agree. He had a great game. I'll, I'll give credit where credit is due. He had a great game. Those last two passes that he made to, to come back, the, the two TDs, perfectly thrown. Like, you couldn't ask for better throwing balls, 100%. He um, balled out. He did. He balled out. He did. But come on now. People are like, oh, man, if this was Justin Herbert or Patrick Mahomes, we'd be. stop it. Stop it. He is not in the same stratosphere as yeah. a Justin Herbert or a Patrick Mahomes. The Dolphins won this week. Enjoy that. Enjoy your win. Tua yeah. balled out this week. Enjoy... On Sunday, Tua was great. Do not compare him with guys who are doing it consistently. Let's let's yep. stop that. Yep, absolutely.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, nah, I man. Like Tua, do it again. Hey, hey, Tua, do that against the Buffalo yeah. Bills next.
1: week. Yeah. Then, because right now yeah. we don't know what's going on with the Baltimore Ravens. I'm not taking yep. anything away from the freaking Dolphins. We lost to the Ravens. I'm not taking anything away from the Dolphins. Did, but the Baltimore Ravens are not playing like the Baltimore Ravens. They're yeah. just not. That defense, that secondary, especially, is like all pro, Pro Bowl caliber secondary. You're not yeah. seeing that from them. Like even against us, you really didn't see that from them, right? Like a lot of we lost that game because we legitimately made too many mistakes. Yeah, <laughs> we made too many mistakes. The yeah. Dolphins didn't make mistakes, and they were able to go ahead and, and crush them.
0: You watched that game on film from we played the Baltimore Ravens, and right. you and I both said it on Friday that yeah. guys were wide open, and Flacco wide just, open. just had not him. actually woken up yet, so nope. he couldn't. That's what it was. He
1: he was too busy stirring down the pass rush. Never had his, his uh, eyes downfield. He missed plenty of opportunities. I counted for, as since we last talked. about I counted two more touchdowns. That was wide open yeah. for Garrett Wilson. I was just like, oh my God, this thing would have been a walk in the park. Just toss it up to him, walk in the park. But
0: I love uh, hopping on, you know, uh, uh, Twitter, seeing all the 2 old stuff. But then also seeing everybody be like, how do the Ravens not know? You just have to cover. You just have to cover Tyree Kill. I want everyone on Twitter who said that to go try to cover Tyreek Kill. Tyreek
1: Hill. Tyree Kill is literally <laughs> like – can anybody keep – I think in the NFL, nobody yeah. can keep up with him like on a vertical route. It's impossible. You
0: said and done mm-hmm. to say just cover Tyreek Hill. Yeah, okay. cover Tyreek Hill. That's all you got to do. No, the fuck are you
1: talking about? Like this oh, dude okay. is okay.
0: All right. Yeah, we'll cover Tyreek Hill. Fastest
1: man in pads. <laughs> yep. You can you don't just cover
0: Tyreek Kill, and hence he proved it in the game. You got Waddle running on the other side just as fast. Like and
1: Waddle's crazy. also like another beast, bro. Like their, their roster is scary, man. Like it's a scary roster. Um, but yeah, I would love to see freaking uh, Zach Wilson come back for that game. I would like to see Zach go against Tua, and hopefully yep. we come out with a win in that one because. I think it gives us a lot to go ahead and shut a lot of people up because I just I think with Dolphins fans, bro, it's not that they're to me they're 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 a passionate fan base, but I also feel like sometimes they they lack a lot of football intellect, and that's the that's it's hard to have a conversation with them because they they just lack it. It's not I'm not blaming that on that. Maybe they're just the avid fan, right? They just watch their team, they know nothing else. Because like that, you talk to them and you start giving them valid points as to like why Tua is limited and why this could potentially hurt them long giving them props that their team is across the board. Good. But this quarterback is going to is the greatest. He's hall of fame worthy and blah, blah. I'm like, what are you talking? How are you getting, yeah. where are you getting this from? And then they're yeah. like, well, you're, you're all your quarterback. This is still interceptions. I'm like the first half of last year before yeah. he came back and literally as a
0: rookie, was as a throwing rookie to Keelan. throwing to Keelan Cole
1: to who exactly bro. And, but it's like, you can't, you can't speak logic cool. into them. So I, I struggle with them because I, I'm all about having a, a legitimate logical conversation about rosters and, yeah. and teams. I, I'm, I'm all about it.
0: I got but into do it with this... just like a Miami fan on, on Twitter that yep. it was when Tua threw a really bad ball and like a practice, like 40 yards. Yeah. And yep. I just posted, it was just like, you know, jokingly it was like, I thought he was the most accurate quarterback in the NFL, yep. just jokingly. And then it, some guy came at me with, he threw another clip up of the same practice of Tua hit like a six yard slant. And he was just like, watch this. And I'm like, okay. Like, I could find like a Nathan, you know, Peterman highlight. Peterman hits us. That could do the same thing.
1: (laughs) You know how many times Sam Darnold did that?
0: (laughs) Like, come on, bro. I could probably go out there and hit a six-round. Come on, man. Just hand me the ball, throw me some pads, just put a nice little red shirt on me. Yeah. I'm going to hit.
1: And all day, bro. And, And that's what I'm saying. Like, they don't understand how, like, if it was me, I'd be pissed. If I had a roster like that. That is legitimately, I think, a playoff caliber roster. And my biggest weakness is the quarterback. And Mm -hmm. the organization has tried twice now to bring in replacements for them, and it hasn't happened, right? I'd be concerned about it. I'd be concerned. I'm like, well, he's obviously the the bottleneck of this freaking team. we got to make sure we simplify it for him, which I think so far McDaniel's done a really good job at simplifying the game for him, the game plan. So McDaniel, man, I'm not going to lie to you, he's surprising me a little bit, right? You know what I'm saying? A little hipster coach coming out. And the game plan he's been putting together has catered to Tua's limitations slash strengths, right? Um, And that's that's all on coaching, I think. Coaching, scheming, and, of course, when you have weapons like Waddle, Jaceki, and freaking Hill, like, just get the ball in their hands, man. They'll take care of the rest.
0: Yeah. Well, we saw on Sunday that this New York Jets team has got some weapons too, man, and I cannot wait for the future. It started Sunday – and uh, I had to get you back on so we could just I appreciate you, brother. brag I appreciate about you. it because it was just, we spoke it into that existence. We yep. just pulled like a LeVar ball and we just yep. spoke it into existence. <laughs> and the big baller brand of the New York Jets, man, it's that guy in the bottom left corner. Not the Elf, but Garrett Wilson. Garrett the Wilson. guy, G. Wilson. Is, is leading this team now. I love it. I yep. love everything about it, man. So, before I let you go, can we get a quick Bengals uh, prediction? What do we got? Score.
1: Yeah. For the Bengals, man, um, after seeing what I saw this past week, the offense appears to be clicking. I like how the offensive line gelled significantly better than from week one. Uh, I'm going to predict a higher scoring game, man. I'm Ooh. going to go 31-21 uh, Jets win. Ooh. Um I think when it, well, it comes down to it, man, the running game right now for the Bengals doesn't seem to be clicking. They're trying to figure some things out. Truthfully, man, ever since they let go of Giovanni Bernard, man, I feel like they haven't had that one-two punch to kind of offset what Joe Mixon can do, and, yeah. and that's kind of hindered them a little bit. Now, we do know in Higgins and, and in Jamar Chase what those guys are capable of doing, but in all actuality, man, after seeing our boy DJ Reed do what he can do, I think one of those wide receivers is out of the game on Sunday. Like, they're not going to be something that I think we have to worry about uh sauce seemed a little bit more rookie like this weekend he but but the kid the kid is still very gifted and i think right now he's watching tape of what he did wrong against amari cooper and uh i expect him to implement whatever he learns on the tape he's going to watch on either jamar chase or t higgins next week i think defensively we match up well because that the offensive line is it's it, they haven't figured it out man and that's that's just an opportunity yeah. for our guys to feast so I'm producing a, a thirty one to twenty one game. The Jets oh, yeah. win by two two scores. Um and uh yeah, it's gonna be us walking into that evening as excited as we were this past week, going uh two and one as we go into week uh week four of the season.
0: I love that. I love that call. Yeah, I, I'm I'm leaning towards uh if DJ and Sauce can be just sticky, sticky mm-hmm. in coverage, hold them a long enough for that pass for to get to, get to, get to, to Joe to Burrow. Yep. Um, it could be a long day for uh, Burrow once again, who's turnover-prone as well.
1: Facts. Um, so Facts.
0: It could be a dev, uh, kind of a defensive game. I want I want Sala to watch a little film this week because I didn't feel like nope. we were ready for the <laughs> screen game. That was infuriating me. Like, how did you not know this team was just going to like get by, like, a thousand screens?
1: Yep. And uh, got God. it hurt.
0: Yeah. But I feel like we're going to be ready for this team, and I think Flack goes into a rhythm. So, yeah. I'm feeling a Jets win, too. Uh, I mean, I'm always feeling a Jets win, but I'm feeling a Jets win in this game, too. And uh, I I could see it being a high-scoring game, like a 34-27 like 30, um, type win. But I could also see the Jets holding them down pretty pretty bad, too. Exactly. So we'll see. But ah,
1: we exciting. got one
0: against Cleveland. We canceled the Elf. And yep. uh, that was the one thing we couldn't do was lose to that team. Lose on that
1: to game. no Kibra Elf, bro. I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it.
0: Nope. I'm so glad that we put that put that away, man. Save that one until Christian. Take that thing off the field. Like, look at that. that um, Oh man! It it was so poetic that we like recovered the onside kick, like right underneath that elf. Underneath the elf. Yep. Just the elf's like teabagging us. We're grabbing that (laughs) onside kick, and then we go right down the field. Down his throat. Just right down down the field. Hero. You know it, what's man. crazy?
1: I was seeing that too. Garrett Wilson, uh, after he scored the touchdown, going to the like telling everybody to shush. I'm like, how ironic is it that we got this guy who played for like last year, Cleveland, yeah. Ohio. He played for the Buckeyes, and now he's scoring against the, the professional team uh, of Ohio and winning yeah. the game for us.
0: Sports yeah. are sports are awesome. It's just They're, the way that those storylines
1: – they wow. all intertwine.
0: And it was great because CBS, like right before that, like drive, the onside kick had a screen graphic that literally said, This is the first time the Browns have gone 2 uh-huh. and 0 since 1993. I was like, yeah, I saw Oh, yeah, that too. oh, yes, yeah? yep. oh, yeah, CBS? I saw that, I that.
1: Rich Samini <laughs> also posted something like, The Jets didn't show it's the, the Browns go up yeah. to 2 and 0. The Jets, uh, the NFL is a fourth quarter game, and the Jets obviously then get that memo or some Rich, shit like that, bro. Man. What are
0: you doing, bro? Rich? It, and then I and and then I think Rich followed it up with, oh, and also I I just saw uh, Mackay Becton. and he was looking a little sluggish in the spine. Like, what do you? Uh, of course he was. <laughs> like, of course on, he was, <laughs> bro.
1: I saw him eating some apple pie in the freaking cafeteria yeah. or some crap, man. I'm gonna drink a
0: water. I'm gonna teach this how to hydrate. <laughs> a waste of a first. She was drinking day. Gatorade, yeah. Bruh. Really I love so it though because it was.
1: But I don't understand how you. I mean, I get it. He, it's, he's a beat writer for the Jets, and there's not been much to be really ex- excited about for years. But if if you watch this it's team, like bro, and you couldn't and be, yeah. But like, how could you not look at the changes they've made this off season yeah. in general? Even, everyone else is giving us props for having one of the better off seasons that we've had ever, yep. or and even during this year, one of the top three in the league. And we can't get credit from our own beat writer and Rich Cimini. And that yeah. dude can kick rocks, bro. He can kick yeah. rocks.
0: Absolutely, man. And all I'm saying, and I don't want to give people a soundbite for Twitter or for Instagram, whatever, but you can't say that this Jets roster is what they did in the offseason is not as good as the Bengals that just went to the Super Bowl last year.
1: Facts, bro. It's
0: pretty comparable. Facts. Pretty comparable. So
1: like, why not
0: us? Why not us? Man? I, so that's all. Every year,
1: man. There. Every year, yeah. there's a team that freaking rises from the ashes. Every single year. And right now we're seeing so, teams like the Raiders who were supposed to be Super Bowl favorites, the Bengals who are Super Bowl favorites. They're starting off 0-2. Why why not the Jets? Why can't the Jets be that year's freaking like Cinderella story?
0: I want every single hater. I want Rich. I want the elf. I want yes. just All everyone of it. who picked this on NFL Network. Everybody hop on the train. Bring it. And Stephen we're A. You, we're Smith,
1: especially that bum. I want Stephen <laughs> yeah. A. Smith,
0: bro. <laughs> See that everybody, the Jets yeah. are coming for you. We're taking flight, baby.
1: Big yeah, game next buddy. next
0: week. Tune in Friday night flight next Friday night at eight PM for the full Bengals preview. Uh, we got Taco Tuesday coming up tomorrow, right?
1: Say it again. You broke up a little bit. I didn't hear you.
0: Oh, about that man. Yeah, so we got we got Taco.
1: Uh- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tuesday Taco tomorrow Tuesday tomorrow with night, Gunny. That's tomorrow night. Yet tomorrow night was seven PM. I'm having a special uh, guest, uh, the Little Jets Oracle. Uh, 14-year-old Jets fan. Ooh. I've, I've uh, known his mom and dad like since forever. Um, and I was in New York this past weekend. He got to talking with me, man. The kid is like a a like a a hard drive of sports knowledge, like Jets knowledge, bro. I just love that. And day. I was just like, like the
0: little uh, Jets yeah, oracle, the little Jets
1: oracle, that. the little Jets oracle. So he'll be with me tomorrow night, man. And he's gonna go ahead and talk Jets with me. Um, real smart kid, man. Real smart kid. I think that'll, that'll imp- impress a lot of individuals. And it's always funny to me because, like, he's 14 years old, bro, and he probably knows more, like, Jets history and, and stats than I do. Like, the kid yeah. lives, breathes Jets. So, tomorrow night, you'll see him talk Jets about this win, how excited he was about it as well. Uh 7 p.m. Central. Uh, I'm going to have a little taco recipe for you guys as well. I made some – I am marinated tacos Ooh. already. Y'all have the video of me cooking it up tomorrow night before it, it all kicks off. that to be the intro. And, uh yeah, so 7 p.m. tomorrow, man. Make sure y'all tune in.
0: Oh yeah, man, yeah, and those are gonna those are gonna taste even sweeter after this. Yes, they really are, though. They really are. I love it. So yeah, catch Taco Tuesday, Friday night flight next Friday night at eight PM. Then catch the main brand every morning quarterback next Saturday, where I continually Mm. get made fun of on my own show for picking the Jets. Nobody's making fun (laughs) of me this week, baby. Happy ending, Cleveland. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Happy ending
0: indeed. Signing off. Thanks for taking flight with us tonight. Uh, and J-E-T-S, baby. Jets, Jets, Jets. Jets,
1: Jets, Jets. Have a good night.